What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mia. Today, it's episode 12, and it's all about amor eterno, which means eternal love for my people that don't speak Spanish. You're listening to myself, Abby Knights, alongside my ladies. Hola, mi gente. Lorna Liz Baez here. Hola, my name is Ariel Yasmin. <laughs> and we have an incredible guest on the show today. I absolutely adore him. He's become a good friend of mine. Super talented, too humble in my opinion. He would never really take the time to speak on what he's actually done. But for the Kalani fans out there, if you like crazy nights like this, any of those jams, he's the one behind the vocal production on that, which is pretty cool. He could kind of sing a little bit too. He's an all right artist. He's a songwriter, producer. Like you do so many things. Entrepreneur, boss, peace captain. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Drew. So happy to have you here. Hey, hey, hey. What up, what Hold up? on. Let me give you a proper introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, pew, hey, pew, hey. Pew, pew. thank you for having me abby <laughs> of course thanks for taking time out of your day to come chat with us this of show I, I, I love stuff like this i wanted to be here and drew hates being singled out with women not <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a great conversation right, I'm, so, I'm, I'm extremely uncomfortable right now so uncomfortable right <laughs> well you know the best part about all of this is that you know we start out with what we call hot topics at the beginning of our episodes mm -hmm. and it's great okay. because the top of our topics today is 10 things every man should know about a woman so it's kind of perfect that you're here so you can let us know if these are things that you were already privy to you ready Dun, dun, Let's dun. Do it. So, Let's do it. every man should know that a woman changes every day based on her cycle, that she's really intuitive, she avoids aggression, she responds to pain and anxiety differently, she hates conflict, but lack of response even more. I don't like that. Um, she's easily turned off. She's affected by the pregnant brain. She goes through adolescence twice, which I thought was super interesting. Loves risk during the mature years, which I think I can kind of agree with. And she's definitely affected by the mommy brain, which I think for my ladies out there that are mamas, you start to think real different after you have a baby. So, Drew, were you familiar with any of these, any of these things? There's, there's a few that I didn't, I, almost all of them. There's a lot that I feel like I wasn't in tune with, like adolescence twice. I never heard that. Crazy, one. right? Um. I never, I kind of feel like I know about dressing for your period, but I feel like that's only happening, like, when that's happening, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know? So it's like, I mean, that's only a few days, so I guess, like, you know, you only are changing up for those few days or whatever, but I didn't, I didn't think that girls actually really changed their whole wardrobe, but what, what else was there? Um... There was a uh, lot oh, being I mean, intuitive. Yeah, it's a lot of it was a couple of pregnancy ones. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have anybody that's been pregnant to me that I actually went through a whole like witnessing someone going through a pregnancy yet. First so, hand. Mm -hmm. I like how you yeah, said first yet. Hand I haven't witnessed. 
Yeah. <laughs> One day, you know what I'm saying? I'm just you know saying, saying, listen, like, you got something I'm you like, want to tell me? Do I need to go buy a gift? You know what I'm saying? You know what? But I want to go to a, one of those like pregnancy reveal parties because I want to know what they're all about. Like I want to know what the hype is all about. I could totally see you there. I feel like I see them on social media so much. Like I, I need to be there. It's getting crazy with these hype. reveals though. Like they're coming right? up with some weird I feel ideas. Like, listen, we're all just always looking for more excuses to do drugs or get drunk around children. Apparently, like because we have pregnancy reveals now. We got baby showers. Then like yes. a party after the baby comes. Adults just want to yes. get drunk, pretty much. That's what it that's all it comes down to. <laughs> eating and drinking pretty much is where it's at. Eating yeah. yep, eating and drinking. More excuses to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, what did you think about some of those mommy things? Brain, mommy brain is a real thing for sure. So I have a three year old Drew. And so basically like when you become a mother, oh my God. Like you just forget things. I don't know what happens, like during pregnancy, but the baby really does take a lot from the mother. And like, I have to write everything down now. Like it's bad, cause I forget things. Wow. So mommy brain is a real thing. Mm. Wow. What about I you, can only Ariel? imagine, there's so much going on all the time. Yeah. Um, so I would have, I forgot them. I would have forgot them, so I have them on my iPad. <laughs> Um, the one oh, the, the she hates conflict, but lack of response even more. Um, yeah, I agree with that one. I and on that myself, and I do change throughout my cycle. Like I'll be like, I feel like I'll be mean as hell and mad at the world, and then the next day I start my period, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense now. And then I'm like an angel again. So it just depends. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm going through adolescence twice. I'm like, what? I'm like, when? When is the second one? Because. Right. When, She's when like, I don't know how to do this again. So I have to Google this now. Right. What if I'm still an adolescent? Okay. And then, um, what was the other one? I think that's it. Yeah. That was definitely, I hate non-responsiveness. There's nothing that will irritate me more in someone I'm dating than someone who doesn't communicate. <laughs> I mean, that will that literally will piss me off. I don't like it. If you're mad and you're like, listen, I don't want to talk to you. I need my space. I da, 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 whatever. But for you to just not respond, right? I'm like, mm, like you bring out my Spanish that. side yeah, quick. That's, that's I one really of my don't want to talk to him ever again. Everything. It's everything. Lacking. Lorna Litz, so you gonna take us into our topics for today? What yeah, we talking about, girlfriend? Yes. So look at like a little spicy so, mommy over there. Look at her with her little red I lips too. Question. Come on, twin. So like for y'all, like what do y'all think about peace? Is peace a state of mind or a state of being? Boom. I think it's a combination of both. Because well I do think that most peace exists in your mind because it's it's subjective, right? It's it's really about what you consider peaceful. Is it you know? It could be your your state of living. It could be where you're living. It could be how you're living. So I think that it really is subjective. But I think that you kind of create your own reality of what zenness is for you or. Uh, or complacentness or, or peace or all of these things um, to make you feel like you're living in your your, your best life, I guess. Um, so yeah, I think it's yeah. subjective, depending on the like person. That. 
I like that. Super subjective for sure. Yeah. But I think you I need like the that. combination of both for a, a solid balance. At least personally, yeah, that's you my have opinion. To have a, yeah. You have to have a balance for sure. Because for me, I, it's definitely a, a state of mind because I feel like I'm happy most places that I go that I feel comfortable because I've been such a nomad my whole life. I've had to figure out how to adapt to new environments the entire time. Mm. So, you know, like that's a one of my attributes you know is being able to feel comfortable in, in in places i'm not familiar with so it does have to exist up here for me yeah i agree with you i feel like it's definitely a state of mind um it'd be great for it to be both but i feel like it does start with your mind because you know you can be placed in situations where it might not be as peaceful as you would imagine it to be but you need to find that zen within yourself because growing up like I felt like it was just chaos so I'm I'm from New York so you know from Brooklyn and um there was times where I had to like find that peace within myself um just situations circumstances it's not gonna be peaceful every single time so mm -hmm. for me it's definitely a state of mind for sure Ariel what do you think Look at her. She's so quiet over there. Isn't she cute? She looks like a little doll, Drew. I'm listening. Thanks. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's a state of mind because um, I feel like I'm, very, I'm a very spiritual person. So I feel like when you have peace in your mind, it affects everything, but it all starts there. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree with it. So do you guys think it's possible to live a stress-free life? and what the benefits of that are because i mean i will say i mean me personally just speaking from my own personal experience let me be rude for a quick second and just interject myself on this um <laughs> i was so excited when everybody was telling me i was dreading turning 30 and then i turned 30 and everybody was like you're going to love your 30s it's going to be the best time of your life and i did not know or understand the value or the power in saying no when people ask me to do stuff, I used to always be the yes person. If you want something done, just ask Abby. She's always going to tell you yes. And when I started to learn the value of saying no and prioritizing myself, my life changed completely. Like the people that I talked to and my experiences, my interactions with people, just my, my quality of life was completely different. And so I literally, live i make it a point to live as stress-free as possible so anything dramatic that brings an excess of problems that i can avoid in any way shape or form like completely it's gotta go period and i, I tell my family this too i don't want to argue i don't like conflict i don't like problems so if you're gonna bring all that drama and that mess my way just be prepared for me to not accept it it's gonna go right back out the door so that's my take on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? No. What do you think? Yeah. I think it's possible, but I think that entrepreneurship and just kind of like the state of the world, like you got to be really, really strong, uh, spirited and strong minded in order to navigate everything that we have going on now like you know you you asked is it really possible to live like a stress-free life it's like 
again, I think it comes back to your state of mind and, you know, your maturity, intelligence, all of these things have a big factor in how you respond to the world and how you're reacting to things. Mm-hmm. And I think that stress definitely starts here. I mean, it, you know, it, it's, it's a thing that happens, you know, that you can't control, you know, when things are happening in the world that cause you to have stress, but it's all about how you deal with stress, right? So right. It's like, like you were just saying, like, you know, if something happens, you know, you kind of just want to get it away from you or dispel it or basically, um, you know, tell people that, that you don't welcome this into your world and then you move on to the next thing. So like, that's how mm-hmm. you deal with it. But like I was about to say, you know, as entrepreneurs, I think that we live with a, a, a constant kind of version of stress. I don't know if I want to call it stress. But, um, you know, a lot like of pressure. You constantly have to stay on yeah, pressure, um, anxiety from anticipating things and wanting things to be right and wanting things to be um, on point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we we have that like we, we yeah. I think that we deal with it in a different way than people deal with. Like, I think there's different spe- stress, I think, is a spectrum. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I think that there's different versions of it. And I always think that there's going to be some form of it. But like I was saying, like, I think it's all about how you deal with it. Yeah, there's definitely levels. Navigate stressful events or things that would normally stress you out. But I think that it's all manageable. And I think that you can get to a place where, like, like you were saying, like, you know, you can just deal with it. You have your different ways of being like, I don't want this energy and I'm not dealing with it. So literally just establishing a standard that works for me i'm not saying i'm not out here trying to preach to people saying this is how you have to do it i'm just saying this is what works for me my life already has enough stress in it it's crazy as is i need a good balance yeah i like to be at peace and i like to feel relaxed um lorna litz what do you think the benefits are to being stress-free and living stress-free I mean, aside from looking good and not looking like you aging, um, you know, what what do you think are the benefits to living a stress-free life? Well, I think the benefits has to do with your, you know, your your well-being, um, your happiness. Because when you live a stress-free life or you figure out how to manage it, because I feel like everyone has some type of stress in their life, unless you're retired and you're not working anymore and your kids are out the house. Yeah. You know, like there's going to be stress in in your day-to-day life. So the benefits is learning how to manage it, just like Drew said, time management, and um, finding different things that bring happiness to you because you have to create your own happiness. At the end of the day, you know, it's, it's what you bring into your day, into your life that makes you feel stress free. So, um, the benefits of being stress free is your health, your sanity, um, your happiness, those are the benefits. Mm-hmm. I could tell, and I could totally understand how, how some people have a hard time finding that balance, you know, with everything that's going on in the world and how people are feeling these days. Everyone doesn't really, I think, want to be honest with how they're truly feeling, which I think is a big part of it too. Would you, would you agree, Drew? 
I mean, you experienced this being in the studio, working with artists. People think that being famous and being a celebrity is like the greatest thing since like, let me be real corny here, since sliced bread. But it's a difficult world to be in. And they go through so much because there's so much, there's a high demand for delivery and so much pressure to have to be this thing, this persona that people have created around you that you may not necessarily even want for yourself or even identify with. So what what's that experience kind of like? Because I'm sure you kind of battle with that from a creative and also being at the forefront as an artist, right? The world's crazy, Abby. So crazy. The world is yeah. crazy. Mm. Like what we're <laughs> subjecting people who create art to do right now is just weird. You know, it it's invasive. It's very, it's like, it's just perverted. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it's mm. unfair. And me and my artist friends talk about this all the time. It's unfair, all of the stuff that we have to do in order to cut through the noise just to present people art. It's not about just making good art anymore. It's about making good art and also having creative promotion or, you know, creative ways to basically put the spotlight on yourself by like, you know what I mean? Just having so much Creating antics. On, on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like antics or like, why do I have to be like a professional TikToker now in order to like, put my, you know, get my songs to the masses? Like, I'm why should I have to come up with a Instagram post daily or stay on top of, you know, just giving so much of myself and exposing myself to the world Constantly. in every possible way that I can think of in order to just present good music. I should just be have to be worried about just the music, the art part of it. Mm. And let everybody speak for itself, but that's not, it's not today. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the whole social in. media thing. Um, yeah, mixed with the celebrity and, and the facade and, and, you know, just having this person or character that you have to constantly, you know, share with millions of people is just, it's exhausting. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's exhausting absolutely. for everybody from the biggest celebrities on down. Um, everybody deals with it in different ways on different levels. And I just think that is weird and un unnecessary. I don't think that, I think we need to dial it back some, you know? Yeah. I, I miss when I yeah. didn't really know a lot or everything or every move that the person I looked up to made, it kind of ruins it, kind of ruins yeah. the mystique. It does. Um, it's like almost like if you were to read a book, but also listen to the audio and also watch the movie and also, oh, you know what I time. mean? Watch the behind the scenes a lot. and also like, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it, it, it ruins the imagination and why I think that we appreciate all forms of art because it's all up to interpretation and, you know, just mm -hmm. making, having your own moments with it. If we're like constantly sucking the artist for, you know, what they're doing and every moment of the day, it's just like, when are they even getting time to work anymore? You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just, mm -hmm. it's too much output. It's just way yeah. too much output. And I think it creates a false sense of realism also, as far as the expectation of a person, because people forget that they're human beings at the end of the day. Um, Ariel, what do you think about all of this? I think that some of it depends on your level of like comfortability. 
So for me, I know what like the line of work that I'm in because I work in social media marketing and I'm mostly an actress. It's just like with that line of work, there always comes a bit of stress with it. There always is. But it depends like a lot on how you cope with it. And um, now I kind of welcome it. Like I like being busy. I like being on the go all the time. I like traveling. Um, I've always had a very like, nomadic personality like my whole family's like that my military they like used to be truck drivers like they just like they're always on the go and um and I, I yeah I think if I wanted it's like a stress-free life it's almost like I would have to like go to normal college and then get like a normal nine to five where I can pay all the bills and not have to worry about anything just work until retirement or whatever but the, the line of work i'm in especially what because it be, involves like talent and just being creative and making sure you don't get i guess like rusty with it like with acting you have to make sure you like, take the acting classes or like make sure you still practice so like or just try to get more like versatile promotions and things like that so no i mean a lot of it's yeah. very stressful but um I love it though. I wouldn't change for anything. I'll, I'll walk. I'll welcome the stress any day. Any day. As long anytime. as I'm my time management, I'm good. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way too, right? <laughs> I mean, listen, you got to kind of take things in stride and kind of hope that things are going to work out exactly how they're supposed to. We're kind of getting towards the end of our time on our episode today. But before we run, we need to know what do you have coming up, Drew? Are you dropping any records? You have any projects in the works? You're gonna be performing. We're trying to get all up in your business right now. So what's yeah. the tea? Uh, so I just <laughs> put out. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely love to share. I just put out two singles uh, less than a month ago, I believe. Now one is called IDKY, and the other one is called Ruby. And I am setting up actually an EP to come soon. So I've been wrapping that up. Um, it's going to be dope. It's it's kind of uh, talking about my experiences with stress and relationships. Um, it's actually called Beautiful Mistake as as of right now. That's what I'm that's what I'm calling the project. It's actually the first time I've said it anywhere of what I want it to be. I've been yeah, a little exclusive, a little exclusive, exclusive. Um, so yeah, um, it's funny that we're talking about some of these things. So because I, I get into some of these topics basically on my on my project, and uh, it's it's kind of introspective um, about like how I how I receive certain things in relationships. Like um, yeah, no. So that's coming, and uh, I believe I'm gonna start it off with a single. Um, very, very, very soon, probably in a few weeks. But again, it's a bunch of stress involved with setting up songs and releases and all of this kind of stuff. So um, I'm just navigating that part of it right now. Like I have the music. Um, I'm just trying to have a good rollout, basically, which is more important than the music these days. So that's isn't that crazy? About. Before it was all about the music. You had to be talented. You had to know how to sing. You had to perform and have charisma. Now it's all about how many followers do you have on social media? Are you verified? In that order, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. What? A lot of people think from more of a business perspective and numbers because that's what they want to think about. They want to think about the numbers over mm -hmm. actual like talent and the art of it. 
it's crazy. Happen all the time. Mm-hmm. It's yep. so crazy. Yeah. It's, crazy. It's, all about, it's all about being visible and all about, you know, trying to get your art in front of as many people as possible and hopefully hopefully like you know you'll get new fans and people to appreciate it and then that's when the art appreciation comes in but all of the steps and things that you have to do to get to that is is the part where you know it's a lot and for people that are creatives and visionaries and stuff like that it really takes a lot away from the creative inspiration that you get because now you become so overwhelmed with the pressure of trying to put out the right look the right material the right visual the right presentation it's a lot it's a lot of pressure so i definitely commend you proud of you i always love the stuff that you're working out he's he's listen he's too humble but he's an incredible vocal producer writer artist singer um, so I know his project is about to be crazy. Make sure you guys I'm go follow y'all him. Exclusive. Like, you know, when I have it to a part, oh, to a point where, um, I feel comfortable sharing it, which is very, very, very soon. I would love to send it to you guys. And then we yeah. can come back yes. on and talk about some of the topics because, uh, a lot of the stuff that I like to sing and write about. I literally draw inspiration from from real life, you know, like mm-hmm. from genuine situations that I've been in, and like I, I love to talk about the the juicy or or kind of controversial things that happen in relationships. Yeah, I ask him about his Valentine song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was so, talking like, about a whole lot of everything. <laughs> In a very classy way, that. though. So I would love to um, talk yeah. to you guys about about some of the, some of the stuff that I was talking about on my EP because I think it could be some good conversation, you and I'll be wanting you. to know too. Absolutely. You know, and I'm going to get inspiration from talking to you guys too. You know, yeah. Like I learn, I'm always I'm always learning. I'm always trying to um, to take from the things that I, I learn from other people and what they go through, and like that's. That's how I try to relate and make stuff and write stuff that I feel like everybody would be like, oh, yeah, I've been through that. Or like, I, I could see how that is, you know? It's real. Yeah. I love it. You guys yes. are going to love his music. If you like R&B or like pop R&B, oh my gosh, yes. that urban influence. I will be, I will be following yeah. you mm-hmm. and looking out for it. Yes. So Absolutely. speaking of following, can you go ahead and let the people know where they can come hit you up and follow you? All that good stuff. Yes. Um, so you can find me Drew Oliver, D R U O L I V E R, pretty much everywhere. Um, Instagram, that's um, my Twitter is a little different, Drew Oliver Music. Um, Facebook slash Drew Oliver, YouTube slash Drew Oliver. Um, yeah, as long as you type that in on whatever platform, you should be able to find me Apple Music, Spotify, all those good things. So, in other words, Drew right. Oliver on everything. Yep. Period. Like they say now, that's on period yeah. poo. Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. It's been a pleasure having you on. You guys, that's our Thank time you. for today. We'll be back soon.
next week. I don't know. This is technically our last episode of the season. We may or may not extend it a few more episodes. You guys will have to stay tuned and keep up to see where we're going with that. Um, you know, if we feel the love, we may extend it, you know, take it all the way out to the end of the year. So we'll see. Like I said, you have to stay tuned. Make sure you guys check in with us and let us know how you're doing at Mia Podcast on Instagram. Thanks again, Drew, for being on the show. Mia. Love you guys. Until next time. That's Mia. Mia. Dile que tu eres Mia.